Well, good afternoon and welcome to the weekend. From Saddleback College, it's a whole other thing with Bob Goodman on listener-supported FM 88.5 KSBR. On this uh, rather auspicious weekend, those of us old enough to have experienced the assassination of John F. Kennedy back in 1963 know what I'm talking about. It's a day that none of us will ever forget where we were during that uh, moment when we first heard about the shooting. And then only minutes later, the finalization, the announcement that indeed our leader was dead. So for the next two hours, we're going to revisit what was then termed Camelot. The presidency of John F. Kennedy. A scant thousand days. And the impact still with us, the ripple effect, 50 years later. And if you're like me, and a student of uh, those events... Well, then, this week, you've been immersed in everything Kennedy on television, and there certainly was no shortage of documentaries and people uh, offering opinions. Well, my first inclination was to focus on the tragic and eerie 48 hours we experienced in Dallas. But after uh, many hours of preparation and upon completing the first version of uh, of this, it was apparent that I should change direction, you know, because it, it would be a gross injustice to define JFK's life by his death. So for the next two hours, we'll revisit the beginning and end of, uh, as what I said was referred to as Camelot, using music and sound bites beginning with his campaign in 1960, all the way up to that tragic weekend in November 1963. Now, this program is not intended to promote discussion regarding who was responsible, but rather to remind us all of what we lost on that fateful day in Dallas, 1963. They put to sea 13 men and Kennedy Aboard the PT-109 To fight the brazen enemy And off the Isle of Santa In the street beyond the roof A Jap destroyer in the night Cut the 109 in two Smoke and fire upon the sea Everywhere they looked was the enemy The heathen gods of old of a mighty good man And on the coast of Calabangaro Looking through his telescope Australian Evans saw the battle For the crew had little hope Two were dead, some were wounded All were clinging to the bow Fighting fire and a fighting water Trying to save their lives Japan. Yeah, they thought they had the best. 
midst of a mighty good man. Now who could guess or who could possibly know that this same man named Kennedy would be the leader of the nation, be the one to take the man. The BT-109 was gone, but Kennedy lived to fight again. Which proves it's hard to get the best of a man named John. Big John. Everyone is voting for Jack Cause he's got what all the rest lack Everyone wants to back Jack Jack is on the right track Cause he's got high hopes He's got high hopes 1960's the year for his high hopes Come on and vote for Kennedy In addition to uh, all citizens of this country, Democrats, Independents, Republicans, regardless of how they may have voted, that it is a satisfying moment to me, and I want to express my appreciation to all of them and to uh, Mr. Nixon personally. I particularly want to thank all those who worked so long and so hard in this campaign on our behalf and who were generous to me in my visits throughout the country and who were generous enough to support me in the election on yesterday. To all Americans, I say that uh, the next four years are going to be difficult and challenging years for us all. The election uh, may have been a close one. But I think that there is general agreement by all of our citizens that a supreme national effort will be needed in the years ahead to move this country safely through the 1960s. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. When the night has come and the land is dark and the moon is the only light we'll see. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me. Oh, stand by me. Oh, stand, stand by me, stand by me. 
tumble and fall Or the mountain should crumble to the sea Just as long as you stand, stand by me because they are hard, because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others do. Streets full of people, all alone. Roads full of houses, never home. Church full of singing, out of tune. Everyone's gone to the moon. Eyes full of sorrow, never Full of money, all in debt. Sun coming out in the middle of June. Everyone's gone to the moon. Long time ago, life has begun. 
everyone went to the sun. Hearts full of motors, painted green. Mouths full of chocolate, covered cream. Arms that can only lift a spoon. Everyone's gone to the moon. Everyone's gone to the moon. Everyone's gone to the moon. Primarily with a moral issue. It is as old as the scriptures and is as clear as the American Constitution. The heart of the question is whether all Americans are to be afforded equal rights and equal opportunities, whether we are going to treat our fellow Americans as we want to be treated. If an American, because his skin is dark, cannot eat lunch in a restaurant open to the public, if he cannot send his children to the best public school available, if he cannot vote for the public officials who represent him, if, in short, he cannot enjoy the full and free life which all of us want, then who among us would be content to have the color of his skin changed and stand in his place? Who among us would then be content with the counsels of patience and delay? One hundred years of delay have passed since President Lincoln freed the slaves, yet their heirs, their grandsons, are not fully free. They are not yet freed from the bonds of injustice. They are not yet, not yet freed from social and economic oppression. And this nation, for all its hopes and all its boasts, will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. How many roads must a man walk down before they call him a man? How many seas must a white dove sail before she sleeps in the sand? How many times must a cannonballs fly before they're forever banned? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. How many years must a mountain exist before it is washed to the sea? Answer, my friend, 
is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. How many times must a man look up before he can see the sky? How many ears must one man have before he can hear people cry? How many deaths will it take till he knows that too many people have died? The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. citizens of Berlin, and therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the word, Ich bin ein Berliner. Good evening, my fellow citizens. This government, as promised, has maintained the closest surveillance of the Soviet military buildup on the island of Cuba. Within the past week, Unmistakable evidence has established the fact that a series of offensive missile sites is now in preparation on that imprisoned island. The purpose of these bases can be none other than to provide a nuclear strike capability against the Western Hemisphere. Upon receiving the first preliminary hard information of this nature, last Tuesday morning at 9 a.m., I directed that our surveillance be stepped up. And having now confirmed and completed our evaluation of the evidence and our decision on a course of action, this government feels obliged to report this new crisis to you. To halt this offensive buildup, a strict quarantine on all offensive military equipment under shipment to Cuba is being initiated. Many months of sacrifice and self-discipline lie ahead months in which both our patience and our will will be tested, months in which many threats and denunciations will keep us aware of our dangers. But the greatest danger of all would be to do nothing. The path we have chosen for the present is full of hazards, as all paths are. But it is the one most consistent with our character and courage as a nation and our commitments around the world. The cost of freedom is always high, but Americans have always paid it. Find the cost of freedom buried in the ground. Mother Earth will swallow you, lay your body down. Freedom buried in the ground. Mother 
from Saddleback College. It's a whole other thing with Bob Goodman on listener supported FM 88.5 KSBR. This, uh, as I mentioned, rather auspicious weekend 50 years later. Those of us that were, uh, alive and experienced that weekend. Eve of Destruction, Barry Maguire, perhaps the first mainstream protest song. And uh, some sound clips from President Kennedy explaining the policy in Vietnam. And of course, Peter, Paul, and Mary interpreting Dylan's Blowing in the Wind as... JFK talked about the civil rights movement, which was just emerging in this country. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Find the Cost of Freedom. The Cuban Missile Crisis. Volumes have been written about it. Motion pictures, documentaries. But those of us that were in school lived through it. Instead of fire drills, we had air raid drills and used to duck under our desks like that would help. (laughs) If you've seen any pictures of what an atomic bomb does, just imagine how naive we were to think that ducking under a desk was going to save us. And the building of bomb shelters. And just uh, that whole crisis-ridden time where every morning you woke up and didn't know what to expect. This is a whole other thing. My name is Bob Goodman, and we do this every Saturday. Well, we don't do this. But uh, just felt it was appropriate. I know there's uh, tons of documentaries and movies playing in rotation right now on uh, cable channels and satellite channels. and I just thought I'd do uh, something a little bit different and not define a man's life by his death. So that pretty much... Uh, We started with Jimmy Dean, who had a couple of hits back in the late 50s and early 60s. And uh, you may remember Sink the Bismarck. Well, he did this one about John F. Kennedy, who uh, had a career in the Navy as a commander of a lieutenant junior grade commander of a PT boat that was sunk by a Japanese cruiser. And uh, John heroically towed one of his uh, fellow sailors who was gravely injured to the beachfront and saved his life. PT-109 was the name of the boat, name of the song by Jimmy Dean. And then we had Frank Sinatra campaigning for JFK and uh, another version of a song he did with Eddie Hodges called High Hopes. We heard JFK's victory speech, 
his famous inauguration speech, Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Benny King, Stand By Me. Marilyn Monroe, singing Happy Birthday. And then his speech about going to the moon, not because it was easy, but because it was hard. Jonathan King, everyone's gone to the moon. JFK's civil rights speech, his... uh, Speech in Berlin, Ich bin ein Berliner. His address to the nation about the missile crisis. And then a press conference with questions about Vietnam, which we were just getting involved in. It's about 28 minutes after the hour, and we'll continue with our look at what I call Camelot Lost. Right after this. The famous question is, uh, where were you when you first heard the news? Well, I was sitting in the cafeteria of Junior High School 104, Simon Baruch Junior High School on East 20th Street in New York City. And I remember we had a substitute teacher. And we were counting the minutes to that final bell signaling the final period was over. And our weekend could officially start. Well, suddenly a student walked in with a little bit of tear and a note. And just as suddenly as she appeared, she left. Handed the note to the teacher. Well, suddenly the PA speaker bellowed forth the announcement that President John F. Kennedy has been shot in Dallas. And we should all return to our homerooms for immediate dismissal. And I remember taking the 23rd Street bus. It's so vivid in my mind. It was a crosstown bus in New York City. It went from uh, the east side to the west side, where I was supposed to spend Friday night with my friend sleeping over. I noted that there was quite a bit of animated discussion about the shooting. And his death had not been formally announced yet. Yet by the time we arrived at his apartment on West 23rd Street, which is in the Chelsea neighborhood of New York City, well, you could sense this stillness, this quietness that I'd never experienced living in New York City. The announcement had been made during our short bus ride that John F. Kennedy was dead. Well, upon hearing that, I immediately decided to return home to be with my family and get a sense of really what just happened. Upon arriving home, darkness had already transcended upon the city, and the usually quick cadence of New York City had decidedly come to a crawl. Businesses hurried to close, and workers hurried home to watch television. And we all hurried to get a sense of what occurred just a few hours earlier, thousands of miles away. And perhaps this was on the radio.
interrupted in order that we might bring you coverage of President Kennedy's visit to Texas. Here's Mrs. Kennedy, and the crowd yells, and the President of the United States. And I can see his suntan all the way from here. Shaking hands now with the Dallas people, Governor and Mrs. Conley. Governor Conley on your left, Mr. Jo uh, Eric Johnson in the official welcoming party. That's Dr. Berkner. Governor Connolly with a big 10-gallon hat on. Mrs. Kennedy stepping in the car first. Now the president. They both in the back seat now. Now the motorcade will very shortly start to move out. Sheriff Bill Decker, Dallas County Sheriff, Driving his own car, personally escorting it with the chief of police, the presidential car, moving out. The president and first lady. Big, beautiful Lincoln. Followed by a carload of press. That motorcade will swing way around, go by the Continental uh, Airlines maintenance hangar. Head out for downtown Dallas, where thousands should already be on the street right now waiting for a view of the president and his wife.
interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin from ABC Radio. Here is a special bulletin from Dallas, Texas. Three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade today in downtown Dallas, Texas. This is ABC Radio. To repeat, in Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade today. The president now making a two-day speaking tour of Texas. We're going to stand by for more details on the incident in Dallas. Stay tuned to your ABC station for further details. You know what a sad day in Texas When my president passed away Sad day in Texas When my president passed away get a chance to talk he you know he was on his way no he left home happy no the man he looks so gay no he left home happy my president looks so gay When I just in a resting place I put my president away
thoughts of the false revenge have struck us once again, as the angry seas have struck upon the sand. And it seemed as though a friendless world had lost itself a friend. That was the president, and that was the man. Oh, I still can see him smiling there and waving at the crowd as he drove through the music of the band. And never even knowing no more time would be allowed, not for the president and not for the man. Here's a memory to share. Here's a memory to save of the sudden early ending of command. Yet a part of you and a part of me is buried in his grave. That was the president, and that was the man. It's not only for the leader that the sorrow hits so hard. There are greater things I'll never understand. How a man so filled with life, even death was caught off guard. That was the president, and that was the man. Everything he might have done and all he could have been was proven by the troubled traitor's hand. For what other death could wound the hearts of so many men? That was the president, and that was the man. Yes, the glory that was Lincoln's never died when he was slain. It's been carried over time and time again. And to the list of honor, you may add another name. That was the president, and that was the man. That was the president, and that was the man. From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official. President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, two o'clock Eastern Standard Time, some 38 minutes ago. Vice President Lyndon Johnson <clears throat> has left the hospital in、uh, Dallas, but we do not know、uh, to where he has proceeded.、Uh, presumably, he will be taking the oath of office shortly and become. Uh, the 36th president of the United States.
said on TV And then a guy in a Porsche with his radio hit his horn and told us the news He 
He says the president's dead. He was shot twice in the head in Dallas, and they don't know by whom. I dreamed I was the president of these United States. I dreamed that I was young and smart, and it was not a waste. I dreamed that there was a point to life and to the human race. I dreamed that I could somehow comprehend that someone shot him in the face. From Saddleback College, it's a whole other thing with Bob Goodman on listener-supported FM 88.5 KSBR. Just heard Lou Reed from his uh, 1982 release, Blue Mask, and a tune called The Day John Kennedy Died. And right before that, interesting story, the Beach Boys, Warmth of the Sun, it was the flip side of Dance, Dance, Dance. And the story goes that uh, they wrote that song the night before the assassination. Brian Wilson, Mike Love. And uh, went into the studio. Well, they woke up the following morning after uh, re- recording and uh, writing the song. And woke up... Uh, the following morning to the news that Kennedy had been shot and this uh, sadness just uh, reached over them and warmth of the sun gave them some solace and uh, if you listen to the lyrics it's uh, quite moving what good is the dawn that grows into day? The sunset at night, or living this way. For I have the warmth of the sun within me at night. It's a song about loss. And indeed, we all lost that uh, Friday afternoon in November 1963. The warmth of the sun, the Beach Boys. It was uh, recorded, actually, in January of 1964 and released subsequently. Phil Oaks from 1965's I Ain't Marching Anymore, and that was the president. Phil was a big fan of Kennedy, even though he uh, disagreed on some of his uh, policies, including Vietnam and the Missile Crisis. Otis Spann, who admitted to a reporter that the only man he ever loved was John Kennedy. 
Otis Spann, the great piano player for Muddy Waters and Chess Records and a song called A Sad Day in Texas. And right before that, the great Oliver Nelson and a song called A Day in Dallas. It's featured on an album called The Kennedy Dream that he recorded in 1967 with a big band. It kind of gives you the feeling of that entire day day in Dallas and start things off with uh, Maria Elena a song written back in the 1930s about the then president of Mexico about the wife of the Mexican president and had different iterations and finally emerging in 1962 and credited to Los Indios Tabayaras it actually hit number six on the Billboard Pop Chart and number three on the Billboard Easy Listening Chart in late 1963. Don't forget, this was pre-Beatles. A lot of interesting songs on the charts back then. It's a whole other thing. We're doing a remembrance of John F. Kennedy, his life, and his death. We'll be right back. We're back on a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman on listener supported FM 88.5 KSPR. Sharing, uh, my recollections. The next 36 hours after the actual assassination was spent glued to the television and radio. All entertainment program and all commercials were canceled until the funeral on Monday afternoon. Broadway plays were canceled. Concerts were canceled. Times Square was dark for the first time in my life. My father closed his grocery store on a Saturday for the first time. Restaurants were closed as well as movie theaters and most businesses. The streets were empty. Empty of even the ever-present cruising taxi cabs. While the lack of urban noise was quite apparent. Almost eerie. The weekend, 50 years ago, in 1963. Only a child, I remember him well, a friendly smile, a joke to tell. For those of us who understand We know how much we love the man His spirit is traveling on In his smile and in this song The spirit is traveling on
KSBR-FM, Mission Viejo, California.
Chief Just Curry describes him as a stoic individual who admits nothing. He believes he's being held because he once lived in Russia. Oswald, who said two years ago he wanted Russian citizenship, was fined $10 recently in New Orleans for distributing communist literature. He's married to a Russian woman who was brought to the police station with their small daughter his, and his mother, who lives in a Dallas suburb. She was also questioned and said, I am heartbroken about this. He is really a good boy. Oswald's only comment to the world at large since his arrest has been a denial. No, I've not been charged with that. In fact, nobody has said that to me yet. Uh, the first thing I heard about it was when the newspaper reporters in the hall uh, asked me that question. You have been Nobody said what? Sir? You have been Nobody said what? Okay, man. Okay. What did you do in Russia? The Dallas police chief, Jesse Curry, announced just a few moments ago that charges of murdering President Kennedy have been filed against Lee Harvey Oswald, a 24-year-old farmer Marine with a history of connection with left-wing causes. From the stockyards of Fort Worth To a sprawling Dallas street Corpus Christi needs my V Tonight I wish I was in Texas On an all-night run from Denver Stomping off in Abilene Headed for San Augustine And I wish I was in Texas And isn't this the place We drove those cattle across the river 
where the damn God washed away. We lost 16 head that day. And isn't this the place those brave men fell to Santa Ana? The Republic nearly breathed its last. It's in our hearts, it's in our past.
The shadow of the Capitol Dome slides across his face And his heart is racing with the urge to freedom The father motionless as stone A shepherd resting with his flock Trailways, buses turning west Dallas, vile little rock Oh my darling, darling sound The desert moon is my witness I've no money to come east But I know Going to downtown Dallas by the side of the grassy knoll Where the leader fell and the town was broken Away from the feel and flow of life for so many years He hears music playing and Spanish spoken Outside of Tucson boarded the bus Any aliens here? You better check with us How about you, son? You look like you got Spanish blood Do you habla inglés? Am I understood? Yes, I am an alien from Mars I come to work from outer space If I traveled my whole life You guys would still be on my case You guys would still be on my case But he can't leave his fears behind He recalls each fatal thrust The screams carried by the wind Phantom figures in the dust Phantom figures in the dust Phantom figures in the dust Wind this up for tonight because about all that could happen on one day has. For some final reflection on one of the more horrible days in American history, 
you find there is a great deal that could be said about the political and other changes we can look forward to now, but I think it would be bad taste to go into that now, and I won't. It has all been shocking, but perhaps one element in the shock was the speed. By the Washington clock, at a little after one o'clock this afternoon, President Kennedy was about as alive as any human being ever gets. Young, strong, vigorous, looking forward to, no doubt, five more years, he hoped, of leadership in this country and of the Western world. His wife, young, beautiful, looking very happy, was beside him and seeming to be having a wonderful time and leaning across the back seat of the car to say to him, you can't say Dallas hasn't been friendly to you. That was a little after one o'clock. Five hours later, at six o'clock, Mr. Kennedy had been murdered. Lyndon Johnson was president of the United States. Mrs. Kennedy was a widow, a brave and composed one that nobody could fail to admire. All of them were back in Washington, returning in the same airplane that took them to Texas to an incredible tragedy. And the sheer speed of it was just too fast for the senses. Roosevelt, dead of a stroke, came back here from Warm Springs, Georgia, in a train, the sides of it draped in black crepe. It steamed majestically across the southern landscape toward Washington, taking a little time about it and giving everybody a time to think a bit about what had happened. But not today. There is seldom any time to think anymore, and today there was none. In about four hours, we had gone from President Kennedy in Dallas alive to back in Washington dead and a new president in his place. There is no more news here tonight and really no more to say except that what has happened today has been just too much, too ugly, and too fast. Chet Huntley, the legendary newscaster for NBC, along with David Brinkley, the Huntley-Brinkley Report, reflecting on Friday, November 22nd, 1963. And was he in for a surprise? just when he thought it couldn't get any worse. Chet Huntley, reflecting. Paul Simon, from a greatest hitch collection called Shining National Guitar, and a song called Trailway Bus with reference to uh, arriving in Dallas and driving past Dealey Plaza. Rex Fowler and Neil Schulman, Aztec Two-Step. And tonight... I wish I was in Texas. That's from a collection called Days of Horses. With a reference to Dallas. Sound bites with the initial arrest of Leah Harvey Oswald, his denial, and actually being charged with the murder of JFK. Group called Was not was from an album called What Up Dog and a tune called 11 Miles Per Hour which was the speed of the motorcade as it approached the Texas Book Depository The Birds from Turn 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 He Was a Friend of Mine and start things off with Randy California It was called a spirit record but it actually was just Randy and his stepfather Ed Cassidy the two original members of Spirit, and a song called Fallen Hero, 
which was released after his death in 1997. It's a whole other thing we're remembering the life of John Kennedy. And we'll be right back, right after this, I promise. And we're back on a whole other thing with Bob Goodman on listener-supported FM 88.5 KSBR. And uh, I probably failed to mention that uh, we'll be leaving at 5 o'clock today. We have a Saddleback College, Saddleback Gaucho College uh, game. They've uh, made a bowl game, and they'll be playing uh, Citrus College in what's called the Beach Bowl. That's beginning at 5 p.m. So that's why we started our feature at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon. As uh, Chud Huntley, Chud, Chad Huntley was uh, certainly going to be surprised, on Sunday morning, as we thought we had been watching a Twilight Zone episode, well, it got even weirder. As I was about to meet some friends, my parents called me to the TV. They were watching the transportation of uh, Lee Harvey Oswald from uh, Dallas Police Station to a more secure jail facility. Well, within seconds, we heard a shot and saw the slumping Oswald and the uh, ensuing chaos, chaos as Jack Ruby was being taken into custody. Well, now we had two connected acts of violence within 48 hours. And, uh, of course, it left us all rather numb. Well, the next 24 hours were spent watching the events unfold on TV while we all contemplated what the future might bring. The National Football League chose to play its scheduled games, although none were televised. We didn't have the Internet to distract us, nor did we have a 24-hour news station. As a matter of fact, local TV stations often signed off after midnight and resumed at 6 a.m. back then. Well, Monday transported us to Washington, D.C. in the funeral. And this was patterned after that of Abraham Lincoln's almost 100 years before. In three short days, we would be gathering around dinner tables describing what we were thankful for as the 1963 holiday season began. We're standing by awaiting the transfer of Oswald from city jail to county jail. And uh, for that report, here is ABC's Bill Lord at the city jail. Bill, what's the situation? Well, I am presently in the basement of the Dallas Municipal Building, and it is like an armed camp. For the past half hour, scores of police have been filing past me, carrying riot guns and rifles. Police officials are frankly worried. They don't want anything to happen to Oswald. They firmly believe that he is the man who killed the president. They want to make sure he is safely transferred to the county jail and that he does stand trial and is convicted. There is the president. There is Lee Oswald. He's been shot. He's been shot. Lee Oswald has been shot. There's the man with a gun. It's absolute panic. Absolute panic here in the basement of Dallas Police Headquarters. Detectives have their guns drawn. Oswald has been shot. There is no question about it. Oswald has been shot. KSBR supporters include... Pandemonium has broken loose here in the basement of Dallas Police Headquarters. 
to whether or not he was hit. He was hit, he wasn't he? He grabbed himself on the side and uh, fell to the ground. That was my understanding. We were, what, four feet away from him? I was five him. feet in front of him shot when he shot. What is your name? Frank Johnson. And you're with? UPI. He did grab his stomach. I saw him yes, grab he did. They sent us home to watch the show Coming on the little screen A man named Ike was in the White House Big black limousine There were many shows to follow From Hooter to Dutyville Though I saw them all, I can't recall which cartoon was real? The coonskin cats, Yankee bats, the hound dog man's big start. The A-bomb fears, Annette had ears, I lusted in my heart. A young man from Boston said, sail the new frontier, and we watched the dream. Dead end in Dallas They buried innocence that year I know it's true Oh, so true Cause I saw it on TV We gathered round To hear the sound Coming on the little screen Oh, 
Carousel Club. He handed me that card the other day. He was in. Well, what did he say? He was in the carousel. He was in the uh, headquarters here. This gentleman doesn't move out of the night yet. I know him. What did he say? I got a card from him the other day. There he is. Jack Ruby. Is this him? Carousel Club. Yeah. Okay. Jack Ruby. I see him around. Are you sure of that? He's been looking at the chief. Who's going to give a complete briefing on this? Chief Curry, head office on the third floor. Right. Jack Ruby. Jack uh, Ruby, who we noticed the other day, he was hanging around the uh, police headquarters. Apparently, he's very well known here. And uh, he was in the offices and mingling around. And now, so we understand, he has shot Oswald. Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, in a Kavanaugh hat. Whoever taught you to shoot a pistol like that? Well, you snuck in the basement and stood in the back. Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, in a Kavanaugh hat. Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, you were 15 years old. On the south side of Chicago, you looked up to Capone. Stole girls' lunch money, beat boys on the way home. Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, you were 15 years old. Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, when you were 21. You traded brass knuckles for a caliber gun To the Sherman Hotel bootleg whiskey did run Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, when you were 21 Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, when you were 35 Set up shop in Dallas, you had nothing to hide A nightclub with hookers and cops side by side Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, when you were 35 Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, when you were 49 From the carousel club you kept judges in line Said J. Edgar Hoover, there's no organized crime Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, when you were 49 Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, in a Kavanaugh hat Whoever taught you to shoot a pistol like that When you snuck in the basement and stood in the back Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, in a Kavanaugh hat The man you should see A confederate cloak of conspiracy With an eye toward November 1963 When the rotor gate turned up on Houston and Elm Into the cross by where Camelot fell Where the shots from the window were sixth floor window well In Dealey Plaza more than three empty shells Who started to run with Secret Service credentials? 
the witness with something to say. Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, in a Kavanaugh hat. Whoever taught you to shoot a pistol like that? Well, you snuck in a basement and stood in the back. Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, in a Kavanaugh hat. Memorial Hospital and Southwestern Medical School is coming into the room now to make a statement on Mr. Oswald. Dr. Shire has left the operating room, the operating table where Oswald is lying, to make this statement. Might want to ask a question. Could you talk a little louder, Doctor? Is he alive, Doctor? No. Let's make his statement, please. When did he die, Doctor? He died at 1.07 our time, 13.07, of his gunshot wound. Would you like to ask questions or what? Yeah, he... Mr. Oswald died at 1.07 our time in the operating room of the gunshot wound. Anybody here seen my old friend Abraham? Can you tell me where he's gone? He freed a lot of people, but it seemed the good they die young. You know, I just looked around and he's Out of here, see my old friend. 
something is terribly wrong. I'm in behind the motorcade trying to follow them. It looks as though they're going to Parkland Hospital. We interrupt this program to bring you a special bulletin. Dallas, Texas. The Flash, apparently official. President John F. Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Anybody here? You see my old friend Martin. Can you tell me where he's gone? He's freed a lot of people, but it seems a good they die young. That's a cold day for here, but it really doesn't matter with me now. Because I've been to the mountaintop. I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live. No one can be certain who next will suffer from some senseless act of bloodshed. need not be idealized or enlarged in death beyond what he was in life. Be remembered simply as a good and decent man who saw wrong and tried to right it, saw suffering and tried to heal it, saw war and tried to stop it. Those of us who loved him and who take him to his rest today pray that what he was to us what he wished for others will someday come to pass for all the world. As he said many times in many parts of this nation, those he touched and who sought to touch him. Some men see things as they are and say why. I dream things that never were and say why not. Segregation is. Uh, what is bigotry? I don't know what bigotry is. What does uh, hatred mean? 
I don't know what it is. Uh, what is uh, prejudice? Um, I think it's when somebody's sick. At last in Washington, a nobler drama takes command. Led by the slim, dark figure of Jacqueline Kennedy, there now begin those measured steps by which the nation bears its fallen presidents into history. On Pennsylvania Avenue, the drums go by, 100 beats a minute. Behind them, the caisson goes to the Capitol, where John Kennedy received power three years ago. At the Capitol steps, a cluster of dark-clad figures wait for traditional military honors to be accorded the dead president before he is taken into the rotunda to lie in state. Few will forget Jacqueline Kennedy this day. Transfigured by sorrow, she stands erect before the world's gaze and makes of her public ordeal an enduring testament of proud devotion. Now, through all the chill hours until the rotunda doors must close tomorrow, the unnamed mourners come, for there has been a death in the family. The casket of John Kennedy begins its final journey to Arlington. Behind the caisson, the line of glistening limousines stretches three miles through soundless throngs. Dark against the classic white block of the Lincoln Memorial, the procession crosses the Potomac into Arlington. As the gun salutes and the lonely calls ring out in the waning autumn afternoon, a man and a time pass forever into the nation's history. Now the mourners depart. Millions of others will come in time ahead, for John Kennedy's bold words often reminded the nation of its most splendid self, and for that, many loved him. He had spoken of great purposes and great ends, and we knew he was again voicing the promises the nation had made to itself long ago, when its own youth had just begun, and everything was possible.
No man's just a playing Shakespeare Round your throne room floor While the jugglers act as danced upon The crown that you once wore Your call tears cannot bear called best friends. Caesars had your troubles, widows had to cry. The end of Camelot. The King Must Die. Elton John from the self-titled 1970 release. Preceded by Ravel's Pavane for a Dead Princess. As recorded by Deodato from his second album in 1973. Tom Clay, What the World Needs Now. Dion. Abraham Martin and John. Michael Tiersen interpreting Paul Metzer and a tune called Jack Ruby. It's from an album called Stuff That Works. Michael Tiersen just released an EP called Jack Ruby's Greatest Hit with two versions of Jack Ruby on it. And we start things off with John Fogarty, and I saw it on TV. Yes, we did. Well, this singular event created large ripples in the time tunnel. I believe this event changed our future course. 
as JFK surely would have been re-elected in 1964. And Johnson would have had his first term in 68, precluding Bobby Kennedy running in, running himself and being assassinated in Los Angeles in June of 1968. This was the first major event that an entire nation shared on television. And it occurred just three months before another shared event of a different nature. The Beatles on Ed Sullivan in February of 1964. It also ended our innocence and catapulted television into the leading media source, just as the Internet has emerged into that role and did that on September 11, 2001. Well, the next few weeks began the holiday season, and it took four guys from Liverpool to take us out of our doldrums. going to do it for me I've got a scoot on out Saddleback Gaucho football the beach bowl is coming up next don't want to ask you if you enjoyed it it's not something to enjoy but more to appreciate our feature this week next week our ninth annual visit with Harry Chapin on Thanksgiving weekend This is Bob Goodman 
saying have a safe and healthy holiday. We have a dual holiday this year, Hanukkah and Thanksgiving on the same day. Isn't that special? This is a whole other thing. Be kind to your fellow human beings. I'll see you.